How might removing more allow you to produce more? Hey, this is Steve, and this is the Career Competitor Coach's Corner. In December 1988, a boy by the name of Scott Amos went into his local video game store in Reno, Nevada. It was the countdown to Christmas, so he wanted to buy the latest video game coming out on the fairly new Nintendo. Kid Icarus was the, all the talk of him and his friends, and it was on his and many other kids' wish list, among the many other games and toys of that time as well. Over 30 years on, the year is now 2019, and this once young boy was asked by his mother to come back to his childhood home and clean out the attic once and for all of the many things he and his siblings have held on to from their childhood. You might have come from a similar home as Scott, one with an attic or room filled with years of items, bought and held on to long past their peak of usage. Scott, however, was finally attending to this collection of things that he had hoarded, only to stumble along a video game he'd bought in December of 1988 that had somehow never even been opened. Most of us will do this over the years, none more guilty than yours truly. We buy things and add things to our households, but we don't remove things or make space for what is coming in at the same rate. Before long, closet doors struggle to close. Things like shoe racks are no longer able to accommodate the volume of shoes. Again, none more guilty than yours truly. And then we look back. We're able to see how something was barely, if ever, used. And yet, we continue to add more and remove little. Before then having the audacity to complain of the lack of space, or worse still, somehow create arguments for still not having everything we need. Coaching has taught me that we take a very similar approach towards our schedules, our workload, and our lives, insisting upon the addition of more, rarely addressing how we can be doing less. For most, it becomes a subconscious act, even a self-assigned feather in the cap, if you will, convincing ourselves on some level that certain things need to get done or require our attention, and that we are the ones most capable to answer the call. As the years pass, we hoard these tasks, items, and responsibilities to the point of where we are endlessly busy and forever pursuing the next thing, making it harder to make room and create space for what we do well or for our best qualities to shine. Words like priority, essential, even a word like need loses all meaning considering every new item on the list is assigned this same level of importance. This past year, I've been reading through Greg McKeown's book, Essentialism, and it's a dose of reality we competitors all need when it comes to optimizing how we show up and achieve optimal results within our careers. My favorite quote from the book captures the essence of the point I intend to make here perfectly. Greg writes, an essentialist produces more, brings forth more, by removing more, instead of doing more. When you think about the ways you insist on doing certain things or adding items to your list of duties and responsibilities, also consider how that potentially diminishes the importance of the many other areas you insist on holding on to as well. 
items that you want to sign with the same priority tag and considered to be essential at the time. As you add more to your plate, how are you measuring the way in which you deliver results and deliver impact? Or are you even assessing the value you bring through such a lens? When you consider the roles and responsibilities that you've insisted on incorporating over the years and that you have held on to, which of them actually serve consistent production? Where in your world are you holding on to things in the assumption and hope that there will be a benefit to this at some point? Consider this a call to action to audit your routine, behaviors, roles, responsibilities, and so-called priorities. Because the fact is, there are probably one or two of these things that serve true productivity. And outside of that, it's time to clean out the attic, folks. The best part about this is that through such an auditing process, you're able to not only pinpoint the parts of yourself and your day that truly serve productivity, but you can now identify the true value and potential impact each of these parts of yourself can have. When I recently clean out the attic, so to speak, of my day-to-day routine, I noticed the time I wasted on tasks that pull from the truly innovative side of myself that actually has the greatest impact on my work. I now have a scheduled innovation time every day that used to be filled by tasks and behaviors that really weren't all that important in the first place. Simply put, I had left my innovative side alone to collect dust in the attic while I focused on other parts of my business and my day that were not really serving true productivity. But I don't beat myself up for the time that's passed since fully utilizing my innovative side. In fact, I now have a greater appreciation for the value that side of me has because of the time that has passed where it's been left alone. It took me about 12 months of going without my innovative side to not only see the value in it, but to take action on removing the things around it that I put in its way from being seen. I don't know how long it's been since your most productive and beneficial qualities have seen the light of day or been given the platform to produce that they deserve. But either way, it's about time you did something about it. Because the increased value that can come from decluttering and making room for our greatest qualities to shine might just be as great of a shock to you as finding out an unopened version of the 1988 hit video game Kid Icarus that you bought for $34.99 is now worth $9,000. All that value, all that benefit, not from adding anything, but from you simply finding the time to remove what's been hiding that value all along. Thanks so much for tuning in to this Coach's Corner. I truly love doing these episodes. As you just heard within that within the episode, hey, it accommodates my innovative side. It allows me to be creative. But most importantly, it puts me in a position where I can potentially be of service and impact to you. Let me know whether you felt an impact, whether you felt something that resonated with you to the point of where you actually feel the need to take action because of that insight. That's the only way I know that the value of these episodes is being felt and is something that I can continue to deliver and work upon. 
So I appreciate you taking the time to not only listen to the episode, but I'll appreciate it even more if you're willing just to give me a little follow-up, let me know what hit and what really resonated with you that you feel as though you can take into your day, that you can take into your career, that you can take into your life and see true benefit for down the road. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode and the many other Coaches Corners throughout 2023. I'm excited to be doing this again more and more in 2024 with you and lighting that competitive energy within you to take action, to invest in yourself, and to see your optimal self come to the surface. Take care, and bye for now.